It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Groundhog Day is this Sunday, and ahead of Groundhog Day, PETA, they're calling for Groundhog Day to use robot groundhogs because it's stressful for the groundhog, particularly Pugsatawney Phil, the most famous one in the States. And I got to thinking, man, I guess they haven't heard about Wyerton Willie. In defense of Wyerton Willie, groundhogs are supposed to live four to nine years. And the original Wyerton Willie lived till 22. as old. So clearly they're taking good care of Wyerton Willie. Did he complain about younger groundhogs using, using their phones too much? Yes. How things cost more than they used to? He was such an old groundhog. And probably there was more incentive to really keep this thing alive, keep it healthy. Because it's hard to find the white groundhogs. I, I think to this day, they don't have an understudy yet for the current one. White groundhogs aren't a dime a dozen. There was that year, though, 1999, Willie died. And then they brought out a stuffed, dead Willie. Wasn't the actual Willie. He had decomposed already. So they brought out... Like, oh, God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, yeah, we don't want Peter hearing about all this, right? Kids were crying, had coins over his eyes. It was a bit of a scandal. They gave him like a Roman funeral. They put coins over and his coins, eyes. Coins, a carrot between his paws. Like it was brutal. But then in 2003, there was an even bigger scandal when the current Wyerton Willie killed the two understudies, the homicide. I guess they're quite territorial. And then one of the town councillors tried to cover it up, and it was a big scandal. PETA, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> We've got a few scandals up here involving animals. We fully expect that the Wyerton Willie Festival will run without fail yeah. on Sunday and there will be a fully alive groundhog. As far as we know. Or at the very least, a cute little dog painted white. Using Google searches leading up to Valentine's Day, it was determined that Nunavut has the highest concentration of searched romantic terms, making them the most hopeless romantics in Canada. Ontario, number two. Many of those Google searches coming from Huron County. Good old Huron County. So we did some Google analytics and we found the top searches leading up to Valentine's Day in Huron County. These are them. Number one, STI clinics near Lucknow. Not going to ask. Is Tops and Venastra still open? Ooh, that closed Ooh. a while ago. That guy's alone. That guy's a lonely. Edible panties near Seaforth was one of the top searches. Really? How long does it take my wife and I to get to the Ben Miller Inn on a tractor? That's bizarre. Turns out three days. Cheap champagne, Varna, mm. another search. Similarly, romantic restaurants in Lonsboro, question mark. When I think of romantic dinners, I think of Lonsboro. And Foodland Clinton Lubricant was Ooh, another one. I don't, really? know, I don't know what kind of lub car lubricant I'm guessing. I doubt they have it. Does KFC and Wingham take reservations? Fun fact, no, they don't. A distraught mom, she sent a letter to Jeff Bezos of Amazon. He's the big CEO pleading with him saying, please change the name of your device. Alexa to so, something else. This woman's daughter is named Alexa. Six years ago, before this thing came out, they had a beautiful daughter. Beautiful name too, Alexa. But since this device came about, it's all jokes. Every day, one of the kids at school says, Alexa, go sharpen my pencil. Or Alexa, turn on the TV, right? They, they just can't resist, but it's cruel. It's a name with a joke attached. Yeah. For example, Fatty. If your name's Fatty, all in public school, Fatty, Fatty, two by four. You know exactly what this feels like. And I, I knew somebody growing up, I haven't talked to her in years, but her name was Isis. Again, a beautiful name associated with something else. Or if your name was Adolf after the war, that would have been awful. Or yeah, one guy ruined both the first name Adolf and the last name Hitler. Probably some like wonderful nurse who works somewhere and her last name is Hitler. I know. She's Nurse Hitler, and the people probably make jokes, but she, like, loves her patients, but her name is Hitler. And then if you're Karen and you actually have a customer <laughs> service complaint and you go to customer service, they're going to joke. I'm not trying to be mean. I have a real complaint. Yes, my name is Karen. OPP in Norfolk County warning people of identity theft after a teenager called 911 to report that... He had applied for a fake ID online, gave all of his information to get this fake ID and told the police, my fake ID never showed up, police. Can you do something about this? He called 911 emergency? <laughs> That's like calling them and like, I can't get the knife to stick in the person I'm murdering. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come sharpen my knife. Duh. Okay. I had a fake ID growing up. You did? Yeah, I did. How'd you get it? It was my cousin's ID. I had an older cousin who looked just like me. Uh 
big nose, sad eyes. Lebanese. Lebanese dude. So he, I, I would use his ID and I'd buy, I didn't, what's weird is I didn't even use it for me. I didn't really drink much as a teenager and I didn't smoke cigarettes, but I would use it to buy my friends cigarettes from the store. So I'd go to the Terrible. store with a list. I'd be like, I need a Players Light King and Du Maurier and uh, some Paul, Peter Jackson. You reading off of a sheet, wasn't that kind of a giveaway? It was such a giveaway. It was, and like, if you really looked at the photo, it didn't really look like me. You just see the big nose and the sad eyes. And I was like, okay, this could be this person. And it was the <laughs> fact that I probably looked like I was 15 at the time, which I was. You shouldn't have been doing stuff like that. That's bad. And I shouldn't be admitting it on the radio, but I totally had a fake it's, ID it's, and I would buy other people. I was so lame. I didn't even buy myself cigarettes. I bought them for other people because I wanted to be cool. Did you put that on your resume when you applied here? That's how I got the job. In the library, somebody found a book with plastic wrapped slice of cheese in it. People using this as a bookmark. How old was the cheese? The cheese looked pretty rough, but that stuff you just never know. It's so processed. It could have been there for years. It's like a McDonald's french fry. It falls under your car seat. You don't find it till three years later when you're cleaning the car. Looks the same and tastes the same. And typically anytime I've sat down to read a book and not had a bookmark on hand, I'll just grab the first thing I see and shove it in the book. So Paperclip. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Piece of lint, a button. Coffee coaster, spoon. We've lost a lot of things to good books. But librarians around the world were chiming in saying they found toast, crispy bacon. Somebody wasted bacon on Who a Who would bookmark? waste bacon? Condoms. I'm hoping in the package. I'm going to save my place in Wuthering Heights. That's where a lot of things go to die. Bookmarks. Someone found a full taco with the meat and everything. Shame on that person in a book. for wasting a taco. What a waste. The condom was bad. The taco's worse. Hope the book was good. Mm, hope the taco was good too. One woman had a worse hair day than you'll ever have. Today could be a rough hair day with drizzle in the forecast. Used to have curly hair and it would just go poof. It would go afro on me. What would on, it do? On a day, it would go poof, poof. Just puff right up as soon as I stepped outside. But this woman, there's a picture going around. She ended up in the hospital after she confused builder's foam with her hair mousse. We've all done that before. Oh, You're in the bathroom oh. getting ready for your day. You're reaching for the mousse. You grab the builder's foam. It's happened to us all. It looks quite the same. Does it? I guess in this situation it did. I've used this stuff putting some windows in my house once and it expands fast. And it expanded on this woman's head. It looks like it's 60 centimeters into the air. Bad hair day. Did she lose her hair? Well, yeah. There's other stories of people accidentally putting nair on their scalp, oh. thinking it's shampoo. Damn. I've heard of that. I remember once when I worked in the produce industry, a woman came in, she wanted to make a rhubarb pie. Who doesn't love rhubarb pie? She picked up red Swiss chard. <gasps> so then the next day came in and started complaining about how awful the rhubarb pie was. I bought rhubarb from your store and it was terrible and I blame you. Wanted the money back. And I'm like, did you use Swiss chard? Yes, I used that weirdly colored rhubarb. Yes. It's very different. Looks the same. You got to be careful. You got to read the labels, read the signs. Ooh, Swiss chard pie. She served that to people. Ugh. It's like having a spinach pie. In school administration, they got a book to follow. They can't just say your kid's dumb or teach your kid how to count. They got to say fatty has issues socializing, which means fatty cries too much. Or I think Matthew will one day be an entertainer. Meaning he's good for nothing else except amusing the other children. And he talks too much. Fatty struggles in gym class. What that means is fatty needs to be on a diet. So if you got to talk to your kid's administrator, they say these things in kind of a secret language. And hey, you, you may hear them say things that you're like, well, what does that even mean? Is my child doing well? We want to help you translate the report cards. It says on the report card, Billy has a lot of ideas. Translation, Billy told the other kids they should pee themselves and they did. If it says Brayley Ann has issues with math comprehension, that means your snowflake can't count to three. If it says Cody has issues with his social skills, that means Cody is racist. And if it says... I have truly enjoyed being Grayson's teacher and will miss him next year. That means good riddance. Jillian has a unique approach to most subjects. Translation, we caught Jillian eating glue. Jaden has trouble understanding the work assigned to him. Translation, Jaden doesn't listen. Caden shows special strengths in science. Caden made a bomb. Olivia has a very large vocabulary. Translation, Olivia swears constantly. <laughs> 
So you can find everything on the Facebook marketplace. Woman in Texas selling tortillas that she makes right out of her home. She wanted to prove that her tortillas were authentic. And so she put up a picture on the marketplace of her making the tortillas. She had a special rolling pin and everything. And people commented saying, that's not a rolling pin. That's a vibrator. That's a dildo. Big purple dildo covered in flour. And, and it said Durex. Yeah, well, <laughs> right that's on. the thing. She, she defended it saying like, no, it's the, the, the best rolling pin. It even vibrates. It's a vibrating and, rolling pin, of course. And it says dough right on it, dildo. No, and so people were pointing out, it says Durex on it. Durex doesn't make rolling pins. Maybe they should. Apparently she makes some good tortillas. But probably push the dough down nicely. It probably works perfect for her. Yeah. I always used to use the tape cassettes to scrape off my window. Worked better than my scraper. Oh, ruin your old Conway Twitty tapes. Matt and I talking about how we've misused tools in the past. There's a couple years ago, Matt and I started biking together. I went over to Matt's house and we needed your tools for some reason. You said, let me go inside and grab the tools. What you brought out was a jar with a couple screws in it and a butter knife. And when you started unscrewing something with your butter knife and it broke my damn heart. So I got you a little sack of tools. I got you just one of those Canadian yeah. tire starter tool sets. Honestly, it was the best gift ever because I'd just been using this butter knife forever. And you're like, no friend of mine's going to be using a butter knife to fix his bike. The couch is wiggling. Get the butter knife, Natalie. Sometimes things work. And so you just stick with that. Do you still have the butter knife? Yeah. Do you use it for butter, though? For butter. And you can use it for a screwdriver in a pinch. We all have. Get ready for a whole new generation of kids to be scarred for life. Disney's remaking Bambi. Bambi is a little baby deer. Well, I don't want to say what happens to Bambi's mom, but I'll give you a, a little clue. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like the actual shot. Yeah. Okay, so there was a poll done asking adults who were traumatized by this movie about the killing. And the majority of adults remember seeing that on screen, even though the killing is done off screen. We just all of a sudden find out that he lost his mom about midway through the movie, and it's very traumatic. But I always thought this was kind of cruel to leave it off screen, leaving kids to imagine all the gory details in their own kid brains. Traumatic. I think if they do redo it, they need to actually show a shooting. They need to show maybe the full story. We got to show like the... <laughs> got to hear the... the, the... <laughs> What's that? I googled rabid deer sound, and that's the sound I got. Oh, dear. So we got to hear the deer making noise. We got to <laughs> hear the gunshot. Then we got to hear the Walton farmer who's out doing the deer hunting, dressing the deer, and taking it home and barbecuing it for his family. Oh. Nice, happy family. Well, I mean, it's it's the real story, right? And where's the dad in the movie, right? You see the dad every now and then. Where's he to help Bambi through this loss? And then you kind of chuckle when he doesn't know the difference between a bird and a butterfly. But I'm just like, oh, this is just so tragic. Tragic. Magic, but mwah, delicious. Lake levels now are 20 inches higher than they were this time last year. In fact, they're almost as high as the historic high from back in 1987. So we needed this study to know that the lake levels are higher? We needed the study to know exactly how high they were, <laughs> we, to put a number value on it. I know. It. It's lake, not just my imagination. Lake Huron levels are so high, they're higher than the cost to repair the Goddard shoreline. They're higher than my hair in the ninth grade. Lake Huron is higher than Premier Doug Ford's customers in the 80s. Higher than the pitch of Vince Gill's voice. Lake Huron is higher than McDonald's customers at 2 a.m. Lake Huron, higher than Huron Bruce Conservative MP Ben Lobb. He's a tall man. Higher than residents of Bayfield. Higher than the price of bread at Loblaws. That's a throwback to the bread fixing scandal. That's the bread fixing. That's a bread fixing joke. I almost witnessed a crash yesterday. So I'm driving up onto Highway 8. In the town of Goddard. In Goddard. You know, the train tracks there. Lights fire up. And so, of course, I stopped a couple people beside me. They went up and looked and like, yeah, I got time to go. I got a minute. So they went through the lights. Okay, so then the train passes by. And even after the train's gone, the lights stay on for a moment. I've been stopped at train tracks before and there's hundreds of cars. I know because my kids count the cars as they're passing by. There was four cars on this train. You really had no time to get impatient. But there's this guy behind me. Just starts laying on the horn. 
<laughs> I'm waiting for the lights to stop flashing. Your butt. He thought that just because the train was passed that I was supposed to go. But I was under the impression that I got to wait for the lights to stop. Another 30 seconds. Which is the law. It amazes me when people around here are impatient because we have a pretty good when it comes to traffic. There were four train cars that passed by. Which Huron County are you living in? Well, it's not like we're in Toronto in rush hour for two hours. Yeah, but you're behind slow drivers wherever you drive in this area. You're always behind somebody right in the middle of the road doing 15. But that's how we roll around here. You learn to drive in London, Ontario. I learned to drive around here. I drive like that. We take our time. We look around. It's nothing wrong with that. What were things like in the 40s, Grandpa? Have patience, people. There's this church down in the U.S. somewhere. They're telling the people over 60 to please leave the church. We're going to rebrand ourselves, reopen in an attempt to attract young people. They're kicking the old people They're out. They're kicking them out and sending them somewhere else. But this is so wrong because I think anything I've ever done that's been the most fun in my life has been multi-generational events. Everybody's fun at any age. I don't want to be an elderly person and not be invited to young people things. Maybe introduce some modern language. For example, Jesus yeeted water into wine. Right, the kids love those short forms or even just short form Jesus. Take the E out of it. So it's J apostrophe sus. Jesus. J sus is in the house, man. But millennials like their dogs too. Let them bring their dogs to church. That's a religion I can get behind. <laughs> that religion is a very good boy. A lot of dating trends like whelming. So this is when the people you match with on Tinder, they do this whole, oh, sorry, I, I'm just talking to so many people right now. I can't keep track and I, I got no time for you right now. And this is supposed to make you look more attractive, more desirable because everyone wants you and you're supposed to try harder to get them. This happens with me. People ask me to go out, start talking about how busy I am with my three jobs. <laughs> and then sometimes I think they're jealous that they only have one job. I bet you don't even have four jobs. I got like three jobs. My dad has like six jobs. <laughs> My dad's six jobs can beat up your dad's four jobs. You just have one stable job that pays a lot? <laughs> I got Loser. three. I didn't even get a chance to get a meatless burger at Tim Hortons. Yeah, they took the Beyond Meat hamburger off their menu. They don't have a normal hamburger, but they have the meatless hamburger. At least they did. They took it off the menu now. So they said it didn't quite resonate with people like we had hoped, so she gone. It didn't work, but that's not the first fail that Tim Hortons has had. Remember the breadless duchy? It was just a bowl of raisins mm. without the donut part. Trisha's dad would have liked those. No one liked it. Back in the 60s, a double-double used to be a coffee with two shots of rye, a double shot of rye. Then they introduced the drive through became nah, problematic. Not a good mix. They used to call Timbits Tim's balls. Naturally, the public had joke. My son can eat six of Tim's balls. Didn't fly. There was a bunch of political donuts people didn't really buy. There was the Doug Ford donut. The, oh. It was the Dougie dip. It's just a normal donut. They dip it in hash. For extra buck, a bucket donut, and the true donut. A lot of people didn't buy this one. It's just a vanilla donut with a chocolate face on it. Oh, they had some celebrity donuts too. Remember the Don Cherry filled? Yeah. It didn't age well either. It tasted like racism. One of the most beloved TV shows from the 80s, 90s. Yeah. The Golden Girls. Hello. Now, so, we make jokes about the Golden Girls that there was four senior women living their lives, but if you don't remember that show, they had a lot of sex. Every episode, the one Southern Belle, I can't remember her name, but she was hooking up with somebody different every episode. I remember my dad, get that filth off the TV. <laughs> Those I women are filthy. I'm bringing out the TV towel. <laughs> We're watching Family Ties. <laughs> we had a TV towel. It sometimes went over the TV screen when the Golden Girls came on. Yeah, when they were talking about something dirty, your dad would put the towel over the TV. It was a very progressive show, uh, but they're thinking of bringing it back onto Netflix. How exciting is this? I would watch the hell out of it. They got James Lynch signed up. Perfect. Oh, perfect she's casting. She's perfect. Yeah, she could be like Blanche, maybe. Bring kinda... Betty White back, dude. Betty White's still alive. She's on the OG show. Strange casting, though. Cindy Lauper, the Lopper. singer. The yeah. girls just want to have fun singer. Totally. Uh, not sure if it's going to be called Golden Girls, but it's basically that premise. Netflix and Metamucil. <laughs> 
there's this new way to help vegans resist meat. I know some vegans. I don't think they have a hard time resisting the meat. They simply don't want the meat. Maybe it's a secret struggle. A wearable patch infused with bacon flavor. It's supposed to help curb the cravings. Is it a vegan patch, though? Is there actual bacon flavor in it? Like from bacon? No, it's simulated. It's like a scratch and sniff sticker. Goes on your arm, much like a like a nicotine patch would go on your arm. Every time you get a craving for meat, you scratch it and you smell bacon. So you feel like maybe you've eaten the bacon. That so, sounds I, like a terrible idea because when I smell bacon, I want to eat bacon. I know it does. It seems like it does the opposite, but apparently it reduces the cravings because you feel like you've already had the bacon. And there's a slew of these patches coming out now. There's actually a patch being developed for people in CrossFit. You know that exercise program, CrossFit? Oh yeah, I hear about it all the time. Though there's a patch for that for people to stop talking about CrossFit. It goes right over your mouth. Uh, Kotex, they make feminine products. They want to take the squeamishness around women's health out of the commercials and actually use red fluid instead of the blue fluid to demonstrate the product. I think that's a great idea. But it got me thinking too, there's a lot of products sold to men as well that are just completely dishonest. Men's deodorant, for example. It's highly unlikely you're going to get a girlfriend based on the deodorant you wear. Axe body spray will not get you more girls the more you spray on. It's... Please tell the high school kids this at the Goddard YMCA. Oh, I know. Isn't that, that something? It's like a gaseous haze in the <laughs> locker room afterwards. <laughs> Drinking Budweiser will not get you more attention from women. Drinking Cowbell will get you more attention That's from women. That's right. Or Gillette, the razor companies. The extra four blades don't even make a difference. Now, you see ads for pickups driving through the city. I want to see a Chevy Silverado driving through a pile of cow crap in Walton. I want to see what your pickup can actually do. Because that's the reality. The coronavirus has been going around China in particular, and they're basically on a lockdown. They're telling people, stay inside, don't go out at all. We don't want this thing spreading. And one incentive uh, to keep people inside offered to give free game porn to gamers. Game porn. To keep the gamers inside. Stay inside. Don't spread the coronavirus because it's spread through human-to-human contact. And you know who really needs to be convinced to stay inside? Gamers. Gamers. Of course. Yeah, this will solve the problem. Of course. But then you have other problems when you're in the video game as well. It's like if you maybe finish too fast in the video game, tell your partner, I just have a really fast internet connection. Coronavirus themed pickup lines in the video game. Is that a coronavirus in your pants or are you just frothing at the mouth to see me? My grandpa always said this. I'd rather have free porn than dying. My grandpappy said that as well. It's a generational thing. There was a cake containing cannabis served to children and staff at a school in Nova Scotia. Children from kindergarten to grade four started feeling weird. Bunch of people ended up in the hospital. Teachers noticed something was off when the kids started to question some deep things like whether baby shark is now at this point a boy shark. Is Thomas more of a boy-like train or a train-like boy? Kids were wondering, hey, the Bernstein Bears have bear in their name. Whoa. And does Humpty Dumpty's big fall? refer to our society? Did you know the dog was God spelled backwards? couple, they got into a bit of a fight. Husband pulls off his ring and throws it out into a field. Very quickly regretted his actions. You know those guys that do that, like, I'll show you, I'll pull my ring off and I'll throw it and that'll show you. I'll show you by throwing away an expensive (laughs) item. (laughs) And then he's like, what have I done? That'll learn you good. So anyways, he grabbed a buddy, went back to the spot where the argument took place, 2 a.m. Officer was passing by. Obviously, this looks suspicious. Couple guys looking at the ground tell the officer, hey, yeah, this is what happened. I lost my ring. And the officer's like, oh, well, you're in luck. I have my German Shepherd dog partner here. He can sniff out human stuff. Two minutes, dog named Odin had the ring back on the guy's finger. Odin got the ring back. There you go. The tough end to the story, though, because Odin also found two pounds of cocaine in the man's rectum. Oh, no. The man's going to spend 70 years in jail. I guess that's not good for the marriage. No, not at all. Does it every time, that rectal coke. (laughs) It's always the rectal coke that ruins marriages. ruins it. Are we going to get forced off the air because we use the term rectal coke a bunch of times? That's scientific. Fair enough. Yeah, it's a scientific term. Ottawa police, they went to check out a report of a child calling for help from the woods. Somebody distressed called 911. Ottawa police got dispatched to the area. It was a goat. It was a goat with its head stuck in the fence. To be fair, though, 
goats do sound strangely human. We're going to put this to the test. I'm going to play either a screaming child or a screaming goat and see if you can tell the difference. <laughs> Sounds like a distressed man. That's a dude, right? No, that's a goat. Oh my god. That's a goat. See, yeah, I would have heard that and maybe called someone. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another man screaming. You know, that's, that's, a, a, that's a goat. Got another one here. I'm guessing that's a goat? No, that's a kid. Got one for you. You got one for me. Is this a person or a goat? My friends! I'm going to go with a uh, person? Yeah, that's... Oh, wow. Premier Doug Ford <laughs> saying my friends. Superstar Madonna. She's criticizing Canada. So she was saying that... Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. <laughs> Why are they moving to Canada? It's so boring there. They should move to Manhattan and take over my apartment. I mean, New York City is New York City, but don't disparage a whole country. This is Canada. There's so much to do here. For example, um, uh, we can uh, shovel snow. It's, it's no you shovel you can, snow. There's so much snow you can spend all day long shoveling the snow or salting your walkway after you shovel the snow. We can Or you can drive in the snow or watch the snow come down uh, sitting on your couch in you your living room. You sit on your couch, you make a nice cup of tea and you watch the snow. There's a lot to do in Canada. Yeah. That's all I can think of right now. She's wrong. But you're wrong, it's Madonna. It's not boring. You're wrong. A good story has come out of the brewery in Florida. They decided to put dogs that needed forever homes on their cans in hopes that people would adopt the dogs. Good ending. A bunch of dogs got adopted as a result of this. But a fascinating story. Woman in Minnesota. So this brewery is a little craft brewery in Florida. Minnesota on the way north side of the country. She saw what looked like her dog, Hazel, that had been missing for three years on the can and she's like that has to be hazel all the markings are exactly the same she saw this on facebook because it was a bit of a viral story when this happened because everyone thought this was really cute we talked about it and so she was living in iowa lost the dog and she couldn't find it anywhere she looked at all the shelters she raised this dog from a puppy very sad but then she moved to minnesota and she finds her dog on this beer can calls the people in florida and confirms that it's her dog. So she found her missing dog all the way in Florida. No one knows how Hazel got to Florida, but she found her dog. What a great ending to this story. That's a cool ending to the story. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. Be honest. If you lost Uber, would you be able to recognize him on in a photo on a can of beer years later? Like, would you be able to tell that's Uber? That's my dog? I think I would. He's a very beautiful dog, very special specific markings. He's awesome, but I've seen another dog even just in Godrich that looks like your dog. No, no I think they're from the same litter or the same breeder. What the dead giveaway with Uber would be his red eyes. He always looks like he's stoned. Yeah. And I, I don't see other dogs with red eyes. Maybe I don't know he if is. It's I, legal now. I asked the vet, is this an issue? No. I'm not a dog owner, but I feel like a lot of dogs look the same. Is that racist to say that all that's, dogs look the same? That's pretty racist. Is that racist yeah. to say? Oh, I don't they know. They don't look the same. Sorry, buddy. Not at all. You you know your dog. Fair enough. I just figured the dog's on a can of beer. Photo's not going to be clear enough. Plus, you're drinking beer, so you're probably not going to be seeing too well. I'm just impressed this woman found her dog. I'm glad her dog found her way back to her. I hope people didn't adopt a dog while drunk. It's I'm not, sure there was lots of that. Not the best time to make that big decision. You want to be sober when you bring a new <laughs> member of the family into the home. Well, Fatty, we're not having any luck at the lottery, but maybe we should go to Indonesia to remove a motorcycle tire from the neck of a 13-foot-long crocodile. So the local government there is saying, if you can get this tire off, we'll give you money. Not going to say how much, but we'll give you some. An undisclosed amount. A couple people have tried, some conservationists, professionals. They've done everything. And so now they're just leaving it up to the locals and offering them cash. That's like if surgery doesn't work out, professional doesn't seem to be able to solve your problem, then you let your friend 
do the open heart surgery. Not a good idea. What? In That's my opinion. a bizarre comparison. Well, it's basically the the professionals have tried and they can't do it. So why do they think some some dude that just needs some money is going to walk up to this crocodile? Because people are industrious, dude. I don't know if I trust a professional to remove a tire from a crocodile's head. But you grab one of the guys who works at the Bruce. He's got his skill saw and a couple beers. I think he can do it. I believe yeah. in you, Bruce Power Worker. You're right. I was going to equate it, though, to used to be kind of big. And I used to wear my shirt in the pool. And it was always so hard to peel your shirt off. Oh, yeah. When it's wet and stuck to your bony flesh. I was that guy, too, that always wore a shirt. Look at us. Yeah. We were so sad. But thankfully, <laughs> we've resolved all those issues. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of a high-speed chase. There's now something called a slow-speed chase after a Massachusetts guy. He was arrested driving a stolen steamroller. Steamroller? He thought he could get away on a steamroller. Starts going down the road. Officers obviously catch up to him. Officers parked next to the vehicle and walked. And so, yeah, seriously. He says, says, screw this. Jumps off and starts running. Figure he's better off getting away on foot. He's right. And of course, he's not in the best shape either, so easy catch. <laughs> he would have been better pushing the steamroller. Yeah. Steamrollers don't go that fast. Steamroller's like a like a Flintstone car almost. Yeah, yeah it is kind of Flintstone. Basically. <laughs> I'm never going to look at a steamroller the same again. It looks like the Fred Flintstone car. And then he's like, I wasn't on the steamroller. And the keys were in his pocket. Yeah. Well, this guy's dumb. And then he had a Brontosaurus burger afterwards. Mmm. Mm. When the kids have some friends over, I'll make sure there's maybe some extra chips, maybe a few things to snack on. Because typically we don't have a lot of snack food in our house. Maybe we'll make some cookies because someone's coming over. Do you do this? I do not make the same accommodations because, A, I don't have friends. The only friend I have is Trish the Dish. Yeah, your girlfriend. And she stayed over last night and she, not so much complained, but she's like, dude, your your snack game is weak. I live alone and I don't keep snacks in the house because I'll be tempted. You just don't bring them in. Yeah, but when you have the girlfriend over, you want to buy a couple things for her to snack on if she she likes the snacks. She is a grown woman with her own job, and I'm a feminist, Matthew. I believe men and women are equal, and I believe she is just as capable as as me of bringing her own snacks. So she should bring her own snacks. Bring your own damn snacks. Okay, so she can't complain that there's no snacks in the house. Well, she she was smoking some pot, and she was saying, you have nothing to munch on. There's literally Uh. nothing to eat in your house. I have, like, some whole wheat bread in the freezer, and then like some natural, not even good normal peanut butter, like natural peanut butter with the oil on top. But she found some freezer burnt ice cream. I had some ice cream from last <laughs> weekend because I got sad and binged. So, okay. so I had some ice cream left So there over. was something? So there was something for her. And naturally I woke up and there was an empty bowl of ice cream in the sink. I know, but you could pick up one thing. For that person that's visiting. Again, Matthew, I'm a feminist. I believe men and women are equal, unlike you. And I believe she can bring her own snacks to my household. Guess that's fair. I guess it's fair. You like how I used feminism to make a totally non-feminist argument? It's called being a douchebag. The group PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, they don't want you to call your dog a pet anymore. It's not your accessory. It's not a necklace you wear. It's a companion. They want you to call your dog or your cat a companion. PETA is right that, you know, a dog has feelings. It's a whole individual with emotions and interests. It's not something you own. And we figure that that's good for covering dogs and cats, but... This is Huron County, dude. We got farmers. They got a lot of animals on their property. So you got to make sure you use the right pronoun so you don't hurt the horse's feelings. But by this logic, you should stop calling them your children, too. Call them your furless companions. Your furless dogs. Yeah. Don't call them horses. Call them old-timey cars. Stop calling them cows. Call them future hamburgers. Don't call them sheep. Call them soon-to-be sweaters. Don't call it hunting. Call it what it is. Party with the boys. Ooh, with some guns. Is this bold or just stupid? These two Florida guys, they were charged with drug trafficking. And so they got pulled over for speeding. And then the, the canine dog actually got out 
And canine dog's like, I smell something funny. Yeah, he smelled something funny. Sitting there right in the car were bags full of drugs. But it was pretty obvious. The bag said right on them, bag full of drugs. Oh, you never write bag full of drugs. In the same way when you're stealing money, you don't put it in a burlap sack with a big dollar sign on it's it. It's pretty obvious. It's very Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I wish my bag would pay me in a, with a burlap sack filled with change. <laughs> don't they know? Like, dogs can read. No, they can't. Honesty is always the best policy, except for when you have a bag full of drugs in your trunk. U.S. Democratic leadership hopeful Joe Biden, he called a lady a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Yeah, you don't call anyone that, especially a lady. In 2020, maybe a lady in 1936. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Your father's two shade trees short of a canopy, see? Way, way outdated, totally. But it tickled Matt and I so much. Yeah, we put our software skills to work and we created a local insult generator. You're higher than a Bayfield hairdresser, see? You're slower than summer traffic in Grand Bend, see? Your wife is easier than a drive through Kingsbridge, see? Cold as a January breeze in Ben Miller, see? You've got more gas than a Zurich bean farmer, see? You couldn't teach a luck no hand to cluck, see? She's got more curves than the hill in Salford, see? Your words are as flat as the cornfields in Amberley, see? Your face is longer than Main Street in Exeter, see? You're as bright as a burnt-out Godrich lighthouse, see? Did your wife get her perfume from the Holmesville dump, see? You're as twisted as the road through Kintail, see? Why, you've got less beach than Port Albert, see? There was a bluff collapse, a casualty, north of Grand Bend. No person was hurt, but a hot tub got swallowed up. So lake levels have been pretty high last couple years on Lake Huron. It's deteriorated a number of bluffs along the shoreline. Well, this is north of Grand Bend, and it's estimated they lose about a meter of the bank a year. So it's a high erosion area. Probably shouldn't have the hot tub so close to the edge, but anyways... They lost their hot tub. I feel bad for these people. But also local conservation authorities are worried about the hot tub water contaminating the lake. They're gross, right? I went to a party in high school. <laughs> it was a hot tub party. During the f- next few days afterwards, people started getting weird growths. Oh. Like I got a growth, a lump under my armpit. People were getting them around their nipples. What? And it turns out the bacteria in the water, because the, the hot tub wasn't cleaned regularly, it created like a pool of bacteria and it would swell areas of your skin. Yeah. Good God. It was nasty. So yeah, I totally believe that hot tub water contaminating Lake Huron. <laughs> Either way, make sure you clean your hot tub regularly. Otherwise, your nipples going to swell all weird. Or it might just fall into the lake. God himself will get rid of it. So we've all seen this couple of bros you see the bro show up and like big smile on his face all of a sudden he's like super happy and then for some reason maybe doesn't even look as happy in his romantic relationship with his girlfriend he looks happier with his with his other bro but apparently this is the thing a lot more men are more satisfied by their bromances than their romances according to a new study studied a bunch of second year college students and they said 29 out of 30 men said they'd even cuddled with their best buddy me and you are kind of bros we have a bit of a bromance we haven't cuddled, I, we haven't cuddled yet anyway no no but there was a moment we had <laughs> trish likes to bother me about this sometimes it was the canada day fireworks in godrich and somebody was taking a photo of her and i and i have a hard time smiling for photos i can't fake a smile first couple photos in the camera are just me kind of looking at the camera but then i noticed you were there and i think you had just gotten off vacation and i got the biggest smile on my face and you can see me look off camera and I'm looking at you. (laughs) So the one photo I have of me and Trish where I'm smiling, you're in the back and I can see you and I have a big stupid smile on my face. Well, it's true. Guys get really close, but I think they've been afraid to express that. See, girls have always had this. They get together and they just like tell everything to each other and they'll they'll, uh, hug each other, do all this kind of stuff. But for some reason, guys have felt a little leery about doing this. But that attitude seems to be changing. It's okay to love each other, no matter who it is. And, and, And this study was specific to heterosexual men. It's a healthy thing to have a good friend, to have a good bromance. So there you go. We should maybe see if we're in a bromance. I noticed there was a BuzzFeed bromance quiz. Oh, are we doing the BuzzFeed quiz? Do you want to do the quiz? You're damn right I want to do the quiz. We've been accused of being in a bromance. And according to this new study, 
29 out of 30 men that they studied admitted to having a strong bromance, many of them saying that it was stronger than their romantic relationships. So naturally, BuzzFeed made a quiz about it. And we figured, hey, we'd go through some of these questions, see if you and I have a bromance. Okay. You have adorable nicknames for each other. I call you the Hussman. Hussman. So, the yeah. Dee Dee. I call you the Dee Dee. No, you don't. Well, I did now. You did just Do now. I have a nickname for you? Not really. Fatty's a bizarre enough name that you don't need one. It's already a nickname. You know every single detail about each other's sexual history. I do know yours. Yeah, and it's pretty easy. Yeah. My wife. It's not a long list. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then, yeah, we talk in between breaks. I know quite a bit about you. We don't have to go into so, mine. Check. We only have a couple minutes. Uh, two for two. You have so many in-jokes that most of the time no one else has a clue what you're talking about. We have a lot of in-jokes. So we were at a party together with our significant others, and they both accused us of having so many inside jokes that they felt left out of the conversation. <laughs> so, they ended up talking to each other about, like, aren't these guys a-holes? Ugh, they're just, like, talking about, I don't know what they're saying. Not including us. So far, three for three, I okay. guess. We like to make fun of each other. That's I make fun of you mostly. Basically, our morning show. You're pretty kind. You just sit there. You're, you're a big, fuzzy punching bag. Uh, you gossip all the time. Yeah, we do. Again, pretty much our show. And you don't hear what goes on in between the breaks. No kidding. A lot of gossip. When you're together, you're basically an unstoppable comedy duo. I don't know about that. Well, we've had some complaints. Yeah, but Katie kind of accuses us of that here in the office. She'll be listening to us just upping one another. And she's like, can't you guys just talk normal sometimes? Like, stop trying to up each other with the jokes. It's always a peeing contest. I don't know. We might be in some kind of bromance. I think we're in a bromance. Do I propose now? How does this uh, work? How does that work? I don't know what it means. Does this mean anything? We haven't cuddled yet, but there's still time left in the show. You're still working here. There's time. You've planned your entire wedding. The invitations are out. The caterers booked. The venues booked. And then 14 days before your wedding, you go to Wuhan, China, where a coronavirus breaks out. <laughs> the epicenter, the global epicenter of the coronavirus. <laughs> Do you fly back home and still go through with the wedding? Probably not a good idea. You just put you, Lysol on everything. You don't want that death till us part to be literal. You have everybody drink Purell yeah. before they enter the venue. Well, I don't know what you would do, but I think this couple did the right thing. They kept everything as is. They did everything through a live stream. Live streamed it to guests over like a video screen. I think some of the guests got together and watched it on video. They did everything, the toes, but they were by themselves, of course, in quarantine. In quarantine. <laughs> the most amazing thing. I wouldn't have to get a gift. I wouldn't have to rent a hotel room. And you are always talking about visiting Wuhan City, China. I know. Every day you're like, oh, I, I, I put another $50 toward my trip to Wuhan City. It was on my bucket list. I'm glad I didn't go. I'm glad you didn't go as well, buddy, because yeah. I like living. Would you do the show with me no. after I came back? No. There you go. I would burn the studio down. We broadcast <laughs> out of my basement. He might be the oldest driver in North America. He just passed his test again. 107. He's been on the road for 90 years driving. Good Lord. So right now he says he likes to run errands in the neighborhood and go on joy rides with his fiance. He's engaged. To a 99-year-old. Oh, he's dating young. Yeah. He's robbing the cradle. And they're cruising around. I mean, all wheels spinning in their heads as well. Bright as buttons, these two. And they like to drive around. Is that uh, a saying? Bright as buttons? Bright as a button? It is now. His 99-year-old fiance says she closes her eyes, though, when they're driving. Yeah, no kidding. She is a little nervous. 107-year-old. I think I saw him driving his Buick on the square in Godrich this weekend. Pretty sure, yeah. He was doing 10 all around the square. I think there's some at least 100. I laid on my horn for about three minutes. Congratulations <laughs> to that guy and his young, beautiful girlfriend. Good for that guy. A brain expert has done a study, came up with the age where we reach peak happiness, the ripe old age of 82. Oh, I don't plan to live that long. <laughs> I know. That's way too old. That's getting a little late to be happy. I was hoping to be happier by now. I thought it would be like eight. Yeah. Like you're pretty happy as an eight-year-old. You're just innocent. You don't have any bills yet. The new Pokemon game's coming out. Your insurance isn't going up. When I go to the YMCA and I see some of those older people playing pickleball, they look really happy. They look pretty happy. Those pickleballers, they a happy bunch. Typically retired. 
This makes sense. Maybe at 82, you just start to forget how miserable you actually are. Yeah. Maybe that's the key. Peak time to refill your Lipitor prescription as well. Another reason to be happy. Uh, peak time not to see the TV. To just in time to renew your lease at Meneset. Yeah. It's just in time to complain about kids using the Tic Tac. But they're still happy. There's a trend with names now. Back when I was growing up, Ashley, Amanda, Lindsay were all big names. There wasn't many fatties out there. And my first child's name is Ocean. And we got accused of being cruel parents for calling him a name that wasn't really an established name. Somebody made a compilation of the top 10 made-up names. Ashley Tin. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Beatroy. Like they're just combining names and making new names. They're desperate to have their kids stand out. And so they're just making up names. For girls, Mavery. <laughs> That's just Avery with an M. Yeah. It's spelled M-A-E, though. Felina, Idalia. Like Vidalia, like the onion. Spicy. Evabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. There might be Evabeths listening. The guy laughing's name is Fatty. These names are funny, dude. <laughs> Tessadora. Tessadora, the explorer. Uh, all right, those are the girls, the top five. Let's, let's see what the guys are. Jasper. Not bad. It's like Jasper. Charleston. That's a dance. That's a chew. <laughs> Brigham. That's not made up. Bring them young. Bring them. I already brought them. <laughs> Shame on you. Ranger. <laughs> Ranger's Ranger. a dog's name. <laughs> I know. They all sound like dogs' names. Graylin. Oh, God. And Cedar. Like the tree? Yeah, like the tree. Spelled like the See, tree? No, I kind of like that one. But you named your kid Ocean. We were debating between lake, river, and tributary. We decided on Ocean. He can name his baby Puddle. Oh, <laughs> It's called the Reaper of Death. Yeah, a new dinosaur that was discovered technically dug up in 2010. Calgary area, Alberta. They've been doing research on it for the last 10 years. Finally released what it was. It was a Tyrannosaurus, similar to the Tyrannosaurus Rex, but not the size of a building. More about the size of your average radio show morning host. Like my height. Yeah, it was about your height. About two meters tall. Lived about 79 million years ago. So roughly half the age of your average Belfast resident. Isn't that incredible? 79 million years ago. It's amazing how large the birds used to be. Me and you were trying to practice the scientific name for this thing. They're calling it the Reaper of Death dinosaur. Reaper of Death. The scientific name is Thanatotherosteres degruterum. Thanatotherosteres degruterum. Which is Greek for Reaper of Death. Just rolls off the tongue. Just rolls right off the tongue. If you're a kid and you can go to school and tell that to your teacher, she probably won't know what you're talking about. They'll but skip you up a grade. Take you up a couple grades, maybe. My nephew used to know all the scientific terms for all the dinosaurs. Nerd! I used to think he was speaking in tongues. Got the Lord in him. He's got the Holy Spirit. Thanatosaurus disorderum. <laughs> He's so, speaking in tongues. Is, is that another language? No, he just watched Jurassic Park. Reaper of death. Residents of an apartment building in India. They discovered one day that there was alcohol coming out of their water taps. What kind of alcohol? A whole cocktail. Beer, brandy, and rum coming right out of the faucets. Mm. Just seeped into the water supply. Cocktails on tap. Water with dinner tonight, kids. <laughs> Why are you slurring your words? See, we're close to our local brewery, Square Brew, here. Couldn't we run some kind of line? We could make this a reality. If we invested the money into it. I mean, when I first moved to Goderich almost eight years ago now, and I was setting up the water, I had it set up so that Coors Light comes out of my tap. Tap water. I've been serving Coors Light at my place for years. Nobody can tell the difference. Apparently, there's something oddly satisfying about opening hay bales, particularly those hay bales with the plastic around them. Look like a giant marshmallow, and then you take an X-Acto knife around the top, and I guess people just love the sound and also the surprise of what's inside. This guy's video has gone viral from Cape Breton. Yeah, a lot of people around the world didn't know what was inside. Some people said weed. They thought it was weed just because he was in Canada. Yeah. Like we have hay bale size of weed in our backyard. Got us thinking what we find oddly satisfying. And one thing I love is opening a fresh jar of peanut butter and being the first one to stick the spoon in it. It's just the texture and the smell, everything combined. A beautiful thing. Similarly, fresh coffee container. Peel off that that top foil. Yes. And the smell of the fresh coffee comes up. Because it comes off so nice too. When you go to the Port Albert Beach in early June during a school day and there's nobody there. Imagine. You're in line at the grocery store and they open a new till. When there's no one in front of you on Highway 4 and you don't have to slow down going through Kip
skipping, it's like winning the lottery. Similarly, when you hit the green light at the five points in Godrich. Oh, that's nice. My heart's fluttering. Oh. Product that's sold in Canada has been recalled. It's called Nuts and More. More is better peanut butter. Peanut spread. It's one of those protein boosters. Oh. Or unless the nuts just have the protein. Yeah, don't peanuts just have protein? Either way, they're true to their name, nuts and more. The Di- more being listeria. Disease. <laughs> <laughs> And they also say it's a clean and indulgent peanut butter. Well, it'll clean out your colon is what it'll do. Clean you out now, too. So, no yeah, kidding. It's, it's honest advertising. Maybe yeah. it was always in there. It's probably still better than that natural peanut butter. I eat natural peanut butter, but it is it is nasty. All the oils. You don't serve that to company. It doesn't spread very well. It, like, soaks into bread. You know how normal peanut butter sits on top of bread? Natural peanut butter will, at first, sit on top of bread, and then after a couple minutes, soaks into the bread. So you have this, like, spongy, wet peanut buttery bread. I like it though. I like it better. I put it in everything. Is this weird? I put that in my mango smoothie. No, that's not too weird. Mango and peanut butter, you wouldn't think it would taste good together, but it does. But do you like dab it on the back of your ears before you come to work? I use the oils. You grout your kitchen with it? Yeah. Yeah, you can do anything with natural peanut butter. Smear it all over my face. It makes a good facial. I mean, it'll, it'll, you'll break out like crazy, but it feels nice. Yes. It's common folk knowledge that having children is the key to living a happy, meaningful life. Well, That's not the story I see from moms at McDonald's. <laughs> no, they look pretty miserable. Kids don't scream they? in the cereal aisle at the grocery store. That does not look like peak happiness. I mean, there's as many good moments as troubling moments, but we are convinced from a young age that this is just the path that you're supposed to take. You have children and you're fulfilled and then when you get older, your children come over and visit every day and life is blissful. A lot of people aren't falling for this, including you. You've chose to have a childless life. Decades of data suggests that parenthood actually makes people more unhappy than the people that choose not to have kids. I've had nothing but blissful experiences. You didn't see Matt Rolla's eyes when he said that. I, I don't know. You're just in some kind of survival mode. I tend to only remember all the good moments. You don't even stop to question whether you're happy or not. You don't have time to think about your own happiness. You're thinking about the kids. Yeah, you're just busy keeping them alive. That sounds like <laughs> hell. But I do understand people like yourself. And you shouldn't have to explain yourself. It seems like if someone makes Makes that choice. It's like, well, why? How how can your life be meaningful then? I'm sorry, I can't hear you over all my money and vacations. Oh, is that why? <laughs> or is it more selfish to have little mini yous? Oh, the world doesn't need any more mini fatties. I no. think a mini fatty would be cute. There's enough big noses in this world. It's- if you're stressed at work, there's a new study out that says this simple thing might take away some of your blues. Staring at a plant. Boss comes around. Hey, what are you doing? I'm staring at my plant. I'm looking at the plant. What does it look like? I want to be less stressed. Leave me alone. But 27% of the people who participated, they said they had a a decrease in their pulse rate. Anxiety scores fell as well, just from looking at the plant. Concept here is that you don't have to have conscious interaction with nature for it to influence you. It just naturally makes you feel better looking at something green, looking at something alive. I've always said that people aren't worth hanging around with. Just get a nice plant. They're quiet. And they just eat water. They eat water. Like not hundreds of dollars in groceries. And light. Yeah, you don't have to go to the grocery store every week and drop $150 while you're working a weekend gig as well. The people at Seven Acres, they must be really happy up there. Yeah, that's why the people at the Cannabis Grow Operation are happy. They're around plants. That's right. Guinness World Record has named a new oldest man alive. A Japanese man. He's 112. He believes in smiles and has a sweet tooth. Officially now the world's oldest after the previous record holder died last month. How old was that person? 116. So he's got the new crown. Do you think these guys are actually competing with each other? Maybe kill each other 112 off? 112-year-old sending an assassin <laughs> <laughs> to the 116-year-old. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take much. You just push him down the curb. Soft breeze will kill you at that point. This dude is bright as button, though, still. He looks great, and he's, he's all happy. No, let's be clear. He looks okay for 112. Yeah, he looks 112. If he was asleep, you would think he was dead. He still does origami calligraphy, math exercises. So he's still sharp. I'm just saying he's still sharp. Not on the cover of any magazines. He's 112. But that must be quite a thing to actually know you are the oldest man. I'm hoping I go at like 46. 
Really? No. Yeah. Before things start breaking down, yeah, before I start losing my mind. I'm almost that age. Yeah, I know. Do I look like I'm breaking down and losing my mind? <laughs> no comment. Canada is now cracking down on illegal water skiing squirrels. Here's a question. Why? Twiggy's been operating his little water skiing setup illegally for years now. You might have seen Twiggy at a boat show near you. A remote control boat carries him around and everyone's like, ha it's a squirrel and he's water skiing. It's, it's cute. Sounds awful. The squirrel don't want to water ski. So most cities have bylaws and you can't domesticate a squirrel. You can't have him as a pet. <laughs> can't have it in your house. So they're staying true to these laws now and Twiggy has to go home. So we're not going to see Twiggy along Lake Huron doing no. his water skiing. But you know what's more impressive? I sit out on my front porch every summer and look up at the hydro wires and those squirrels running across the hydro wires. It's like a free circus. How do they do it? They're running on this thin little wire. It's incredible. Are you just learning about squirrels? Wait till I tell you about birds. They can like fly through the air. It's like walking, but in the sky. What? Yeah, dude. What's the worst Tim Hortons donut? There was a poll done over several weeks. They pinned donuts against each other, and it came down to two of the worst, which I have to agree with. Number one, the chocolate toasted coconut. Coconut shreds on it. Fair enough. There's just the texture. I don't know if I like the coconut. It reminds me of my mom's zucchini loaf. She used to make this loaf, and it was covered in, like, some honey and then coconut flakes all over it. Your mom hated you. Well, she loved us, but... No, I, no, she hated you. But so there's the coconut donut, and what was the second one? And the old-fashioned plain. Just plain. <laughs> it's like I, fried dough, basically. I like that one. But that's the one they keep at the drive through when your dog's a good boy. <laughs> Can I have like, a donut for oh. my dog? Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, I got some old-fashioned plain here. No one else wants them. Here, do you want one for the dog? Okay. That poll is good. Those donuts are bad, but... They forgot the honey glazed. The Tim Hortons honey glazed is false advertising. There's not an ounce of honey in that. It's just a glazed plain donut. What do you mean? Have I been living a lie my whole life? You've been living a lie. I thought that was honey. Nope, absolutely not. How can you put honey in the name? But the best, you two, you were reminding me of a donut that I haven't seen in years. Remember the walnut crunch? That was my favorite. That was a good one. Old-fashioned cherry stick, too. They used to have the um, Nanaimo bars as well were also pretty good. Not a oh. donut, but the cherry stick was the one that was always right next to the walnut crunch. Well, what's your favorite? I like the honey crullers. Honey cruller. They kind of melt in your mouth. It's, it's this weird sensation. I get tingles through my whole body when I have one. I think you had an edible cruller is what you had. Oh. Yeah, you got to stop getting your donuts from your kid. First dates, they can sometimes be awkward. You were telling me about a first date you had where you went out with this girl and then she tried to sign you up for like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, she was involved in pyramid schemes. <laughs> like some, some kind of milkshake. I can't remember which one, but uh, she was very nice, but she wanted money. Oh, how disappointing. <laughs> Not as bad, though, as this uh, Massachusetts woman. She met some guy on a dating app. And so she goes to this guy's house. Picks him up. She picked him up. Yeah, she picked him up. Ooh, you, you always meet in a public place first. You don't pick anybody up yeah. on a first date. And then out of nowhere, he's like, hey, can you drop me off at the bank? Probably just thought he had to go get some money. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling out money for our date. So, That's so sweet. So she's sitting there waiting in the car. And then this guy comes darting out of the bank, sweating with sunglasses. <laughs> drive, drive, drive. <laughs> drive, drive. He's got a gun in his hand and a big bag of cash. He had a gun? This was their first date. <laughs> She's like caught up in a bank robbery. Good Lord, that's a tough first date. That's a tough one. And then he tried to sell her milkshakes. That was the worst part. I just introduced you to uh, your favorite new Facebook page. Huron County Parking Shame. Yes. If you see somebody who's parking like an a-hole somewhere around Huron County, you can post a photo on Huron County Parking Shame. And it's incredible how many photos are up on here and everyone commenting on it. It's absolutely hilarious. A lot of it seems to be like the Walmart parking lot. The, I would say a good 60% is in the parking lot at Walmart in Godrich. Like, it's amazing how hard it is for people to park in between the lines or to drive right up to the line you're supposed to drive up to. The funniest thing I saw was somebody pretending they had an electric car. It's clearly not an electric car, but they took the hose from the charger because they wanted a good spot for the prey and wrapped it around their mirror. <laughs> and everyone's commenting like, yeah, I couldn't even park my Prius there that night because of this idiot. My Prius! <laughs> <laughs> what about my Volt? But it's true. You can get charged for that now, which is good. Yeah, that's good. Here on County Parking, shame on Facebook. Check it out. And if you maybe have a photo of somebody parking not cool... You can post that right on the page. And I'm sure me and Matt will be cruising, talking about it at some point in the future. 
It was a couple over the weekend. They found a live frog in their green pepper. Inside the green pepper. No one knows how it got there because there was no hole in the pepper. But you were saying that finding animals and produce, not uncommon at a local grocery store. And you worked as a produce manager at a grocery store before you got into radio. What was some of the stuff you'd find? And I'm talking black widow spiders here. That was the big find. You found a black widow spider? Couple live ones. What? Those things are poisonous. Usually they are dead, but we had a couple that were alive. The odd frog, snakes, and lizards. They were our pets. You kept them? Yeah, we kept them. We had a little terrarium in the back. Is this a joke? And we'd feed them flies from the fly trap. If you miss the zoo and you want to go to one over winter, visit your local grocery store. Well, it's no more after the incident. Ooh. We don't talk about the incident, but long story short, it was a lovely service. Valentine's Day. Celebrate your love here in Huron County, and there's many ways you can do that. One way is by making a nice card, and we've made them for you. Head over to our Facebook fan page, and we've got some cards there you can click on and print off and give to your significant other, and some of them are just very romantic. Some of them sexy, too. Hey, girl, you put the on in Huron County. Ooh, nice. I fell in love with you faster than it takes to drive through Kingsbridge. Romantic. I love you as much as people on the internet love complaining about town council. Especially the Citizens Exchange. My love for you is bigger than the Venastra Radar Dome. Ooh, that's a lot of love. My heart all burns for you. Oh. We're as close as Salford is to Godrich. That's close. It's really close. I love you more than Wingham loves KFC. (laughs) That's a lot of love right there. Let's take it slow, like a drive through Carlo. Whoa. Even rhymes. (laughs) I'm Kinky Arden for you. That's filthy. Suggestive. The family show. How about tonight we do what rhymes with Lucno? Oh my God. These are just getting filthier. Disgusting. Come on over to Amberly because I'm barely wearing anything. Whoa. Sexy Valentine's. You can find those printable cards on the Country 104.9 Facebook fan page. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.